back in on the drive coming up in about 30 minutes. Sean asked the question, does Baltimore feel the same way about Kansas City that Kansas City feels about Tennessee? We asked someone in Baltimore that question. We'll play the answer for you coming up momentarily. But let's talk Chiefs now with the Plaid Prince, the editor-in-chief of Arrowhead Pride, and maybe the best beard of someone that I know. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Pete, how you doing, man? Man, that is high praise. You know a lot of people. I do know a lot of people. You have a great beard. Thank you. How was your ride on the D-Train last week? <sighs> you know I love the D-Train. It didn't go as well as I thought it would. It really didn't. I thought they would maybe use them in a bigger spot. I tweeted about it mid-game, and then I didn't use them, and guess what happened? The offense didn't really perform at the end of the game. I was really actually encouraged by the ride on the D-Train. Now, I have come to this <laughs> conclusion with it. I wouldn't turn around and hand Darwin Thompson the football, but if they want to use him in the screen game and right. short passes and throw two and three, four times a game, I don't have a problem with that. What's interesting about that is now, and I'm real and realistic here, there's a chance he isn't even active this week because Damian Williams supposedly will be back in the mix. Well, that was fun. Thanks for coming. <sighs> well, I, you know, I, I hope not. I'd like to see more Darwin Thompson. We spoke in the locker room today. He says his confidence is growing. He's learning pass protections. He feels like he's gaining from experience. But I just don't know if he has the trust of Andy Reid. I mean, I go back to the running backs coach who said he basically was like, he's going in. Andy, I'm sorry. <laughs> and Andy... And he turned to McCullough and said, all right. And I, that that's why he was in the football game. He was only really playing because it was 40 to nine or, you know, he ended up getting the last touchdown. So what, uh, 33 to nine. Um, I love the D train. I just don't have high hopes right now. One of my things was I saw it was you guys. You do this every week. You do your what's your unpopular opinion about the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs. And mine was. I think this is the offense. Like, I think fans are still waiting for this next gear that they're going to go into some playoff mode. I don't think there's a playoff mode. Like, I think this team is just kind of capped out on what they're going to be running the football. Like, we've seen enough evidence. They've only really run the ball effectively one game yeah. this year, and that was against Tennessee. So I don't really know how much room for growth your offense has if you can't run the football successfully. I think you're right about the running backs. I think you're right about the running backs. I still wonder if the offensive line could get a little bit better if, after they get a few games under them, you know, back together. I know it's been a few already, but down the stretch here, I think Patrick Mahomes can play better if he can get a little bit more confident in that line and feel comfortable stepping up in the pocket again. I just don't think he's playing as good as he possibly can, even for right now. And I also think that the Chiefs, could incorporate McCole Hardman a little bit more. That was my point of, you know, if you listen to the the pressers live today or you'll listen later, that was my line of questioning today. I wanted to know from Pat and from Andy just how far McCole has come. And the bigger question is, should the ball be in his hands a little bit more? Because it seems like whenever it is in his hands, he can pick up some yardage. BK asked the question earlier, what happened to Damian Williams in the passing game? And he brought up some numbers from the first four weeks of the season. If you really think about it, Everybody on this team, aside from Tyreek, because he was injured, had a really good first four weeks of the season. Their offense was yeah. the best we've seen so far this season, the first four weeks of the season. Those big efforts from McCole Hardman haven't happened since week four of the NFL season. Uh, what you got from Demarcus Robinson has changed. What you got from Damian Williams has changed. I think there is a clear line for this offense, pre the Lions game and post the Lions game. I think we talked a lot about the blueprint and the line showing yeah. the rest of the NFL. That's when this offense really started to change. And then those second and third tier parts, they haven't performed nearly the way they've done post the game of the Lions as they did before. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, the man coverage is, was a point there that, that that became a thing. At first during the season, we were saying every week, you know, which guy is going to be the one with 200 yards this week? Because it feels like that, it felt like at the time that that would happen forever. The Chiefs have gotten away from that. 
I, you know, I, I, I know it sounds like excuses, and to an extent it is. I just, I think Patrick Mahomes is playing a little bit hesitant. And until he sort of lets it go, and, and who knows if that'll even happen this year, because I think the, the knees on his mind, this last game gripping the ball was on his mind. Until he feels comfortable, I don't know if he's going to get back to that dynamic player similar in a sense to what a lot of people think about a Lamar Jackson. I just I don't know if he can get there this year until he has an offseason off to just fully recover. Where did all of those other wide receivers go? Because we talk a lot about Sammy Watkins and the lack of his, well, pretty much everything. Yeah. But it wasn't just him having a big game. McCall Hardman had a big game. Demarcus Robinson had a big game. Byron Pringle had a big game. Like, guys stepped up in the absence of Tyreek Hill, and it seems like that entire core save Tyreek Hill has been MIA for months. No, there's no doubt about it. I Tyreek Hill is by, by and far the elite wide receiver here. Travis Kelsey, another elite. I think you would consider him a receiver. To mo- the most disappointing of those names is is Sammy Watkins. And you mentioned some of the young guys. You got one guy, Demarcus Robinson, with the contract. It's probably just going to run out here. You have McCole Hardman, who's a rookie who needs to develop. Sammy Watkins should have should have been able to do more this year. And you know he came in talking a big talk in in, in training camp, and and you felt like okay after that mega game early in the season, this was really going to be his year, and it's just been a grand disappointment. That to me, especially with the contracts behind him, has been. Just something you expected to be better. Let's go to another guy that makes a lot of money that at the beginning of the year was disappointing. And he looks like now, I'm not saying he's earned his contract just yet, but Frank Clark has been a different yeah. guy the last couple of weeks. And really the last like month, month and a half, he's been a very impactful player. Do you think that the Frank Clark that we saw who had a sack and two tackles for loss and five total tackles is the guy we're going to see the rest of the way? I do. If he recovers now from his latest thing, which is this mysterious illness what the hell's going on i thought so the impression that we got during the game was that it had went away enough for him to play and so we've all had sicknesses you think that okay he's getting a little bit better he's only going to progress from there apparently there was this setback and now the chiefs have him seeing what they're describing as a specialist like their own in-house doctors couldn't figure out what that is you really have to wait to see what the diagnosis is there because if the regular doctors who are the doctors for the Kansas City Chiefs and you obviously need to have really good credentials to to be able to do that don't know what this illness is you may be talking about something more serious that ends up hold, keeping him out here if he can come back and and gain this 12 13 pounds he's losing back and and feel good i think you'll see that the rest of the year i'm just I'm concerned about the sickness now all of a sudden. I will say the fact that you won that game against the Patriots and given the schedule the rest of the way, you can be more cautious with Frank Clark and really focus on getting him right for the playoffs. Hey, you can be inactive for these next couple of weeks. Let's try to figure out exactly what it was. Let's try to get your strength back because, big fellow, we're going to need you for the playoff run. The win against the Patriots and certainly how they're playing the last few weeks, really for the entire season, I think really affords you a lot of different luxuries that you might not have had. Yeah, and and to a, a credit, um, you know, to Frank Clark, he in he signed this contract, and I I know Therese always says it, you know, on the Therese Paler show, like the contract year is undefeated. I get the feeling from him, he this year's hurting him. I mean, he expected to have ten sacks. He he clearly wants to be on the field. I just don't think that's like coach and player speak. But you're right, the Chiefs may have to say, Frank, we know you can go, but we'd rather have one hundred percent. Frank Clark 
for the playoffs rather than settling for this 80% because you're going to need it to beat the best teams. And looking down at my numbers here that I just pulled up, the Chiefs were able to get that win in Minnesota with Matt Moore without Frank Clark services. So you can beat the last three teams here. Is the defense now better than you thought they'd be at any point this season? You know what? That's a good question. I, I think it's better than I ever thought it would be. Yeah, me too. Playing right now. I, I didn't – I thought, you know, in, our, in the offseason when we're all talking in hypotheticals constantly, a lot of what we said was let's just get to average, get to average, get to average. This defense is good. It's a good defense. And to be in a position here in week 15 where – and it's, it's real. My concerns are more so with Mahomes and the offense than they are with the defense being able to hold up and keep teams under 24 points – just speaks to Spagnolo and to an extent Brett Veach. We asked this question yesterday. We did a people's court. Would you say that Sunday was more about the Chiefs' defense and them taking a step forward or the Patriots' offense? We argued on both sides of it. Right. I argued the Patriots' defense for this reason. If you look at the numbers and you take away the history of what the Patriots have accomplished, they're a bottom five offense in the NFL. And I do think the Chiefs' defense has got to a point where we have a good understanding of what their strengths and weaknesses are, and the Patriots' offense is not one that gives the Chiefs' defense a lot of problems. They struggle with teams that can run the ball effectively and have really good offensive lines. That's not really what the Patriots are, so I went into this game expecting this defense to play well. Do you think Sunday was more about this defense or more about their offense? Yeah, I mean, it's easy to say both, but if I had to choose... You know, you know, in that little game, I would I would say probably the Patriots' offense, and I just look to what they have been giving off. I think for the past couple weeks here, where Tom Brady is liking every single Instagram post of Antonio Brown that comes out, and how they sent a second rounder for Sanu, I just think they really feel like they're missing a deep threat. And that is this like key cog. So they themselves, in a sense to me, are acknowledging, yeah, our offense is weak. We're looking for a spark plug. We don't have that this year. Again, I'm proud of the Chiefs defense. I think they played a big part in it. But if I'm forced to choose, I would say more the offense and the teetering offense of the Patriots than than the Chiefs defense performing well, yeah. On Monday, I made a list of the five teams I think can go to the Super Bowl. I'm curious if you would add a team or take a team off this list. I think it's between Kansas City, Baltimore, New Orleans, San Francisco, and Seattle. I don't think that Houston is a Super Bowl contender. New England is one. Minnesota, I think those are the only five. Is you don't there think a team? Ryan Tannehill's going to Disney World? I don't think he's going to Disney World. I like them as a sleeper. I don't think they're legitimate Super Bowl contender, at least not now. Would you add anybody to this list? Would you take anybody off of the list? I'll go through mine really quick. I have it in front of me. I'd say New England for me. The Chiefs are obvious. Baltimore is obvious. No one in – after the Texans lost to the Broncos, I'm not sure if I believe they can win a Super Bowl. So I would take them out. I don't think anyone in the NFC East. I think the Niners could win a Super Bowl. I think the Packers could win a Super Bowl and the Saints – um, and even the Seahawks. Is that the same Is that the same teams? Yeah, I wouldn't have New England. I'm curious why you have New England on the list. Now, I understand the history of what they've accomplished. you got to right. factor that in. They've played four, I would say, elite teams or good teams this year. Buffalo, Kansas City, Houston, and Baltimore. They only scored more than 21 in one of those games, and that was in garbage time late against the Texans. They can't consistently score 21 points. It's just hard to beat good teams 14-10, 17-13. That's their only way of advancing in my mind. 
it's just so rare to see him lose in the postseason. Like something in me as a football analyst, maybe it's maybe it's crazy. It just is until I see Bill lose a game in the postseason, and I know it happened against the Eagles in the Super Bowl with the trick play and everything, and it's happened you know, throughout the years here, until you see them consistently losing in the postseason and not game planning and scheming it up and figuring out a way to get it done. It's just hard for me to p- take the Patriots out of the Super Bowl mix. I don't know if you guys know this. You don't have to win the Super Bowl to go to Disney World. You can buy a ticket. SBK, he's gone <laughs> six times so far this year with his girl. <laughs> He has like, I mean, he has like he has like residency at Disney World. Like I didn't know. Do that you get was Disney World points like you would at like a coffee shop? Straight to the front ten of the trips, Dumbo ride. Ten trips to Disney World, you get the eleventh one. Absolutely, free? the Tower of Terror waits for BK. He has like the annual pass. I'm serious. Like we're not even joking. BK has like the annual pass to Disney World. Is that true, BK? It is. Yeah, it's the only way to go. <laughs> if you're taking your family on a vacation, that's more than four days. It actually makes more sense to buy the annual pass than it does to get the. Ticket. And he really has gone six times. That's not exaggeration. Like I've been he, three as a grown man. Okay, you've been one three. of the greatest places on earth is Epcot, though, where you can try. It's the fantastic food. Go to the food and wine festival. You you won't be disappointed. When right. is it? I mean, like the entire month of November through Yeah, I'm October. not busy at all during the month of November. <laughs> <laughs> BK can just take Fridays and Saturdays off. That's what I did. Where, where the rest of us have it to work. It seems like the common sentiment, <laughs> not just in this studio, but maybe around this city, is come the playoffs, the scarier team for the Chiefs is actually the Titans and not the Patriots. Do you agree with that? Well, you can make the case, I think. I, I, I think you can make the case for that. I still would rather play the Titans in the playoffs than the New England Patriots. It's just something about the Patriots and something about Bill Belichick and something about not wanting to play Tom Brady in December or late December, sometimes in January. The Titans are hot, and they are one of those teams. But you're asking me the Titans versus New England? Come on. I, I, I think I would take the Titans before New England. I want to play some audio for you. So okay. we asked someone <laughs> in Baltimore – who they look at as their biggest contender. They're the one seed, going to have home field advantage. What teams do they not want to see roll through right. Baltimore? This was their answer. Kansas City definitely at one. I mean, the Ravens handled Houston. The way Tennessee is playing right now, man, and obviously the Titans, they knocked off, uh, knocked off the Chiefs earlier in the year. I would probably say Kansas City won. The Titans, too, and it's kind of funny. The Titans aren't even in the playoff picture right now, but they got two games left against the Texans. Then I'd say the Patriots, Bills, and then maybe Steelers. And the Steelers obviously have a great rivalry with the Ravens. Ravens barely won that game in overtime in Pittsburgh, but I'm just not impressed with that offense, and I don't think they'll be able to keep up with a Lamar Jackson-led uh, offense. So that's Tim Barbales. He does post game for 105.7 The Fan. So he's basically Baltimore Pete Sweeney. He didn't have Houston in his top five teams that he's worried about, and he had Tennessee ahead of New England. It was interesting to me because Baltimore kind of views Tennessee the same way that Kansas City yeah. views them. I would say they also probably view the Patriots the same way that a lot of people in Kansas City do after the game on Sunday. Yeah, try to put your try to put yourself in the shoes of of a Ravens fan for a second and it's somewhat easy to do because Tom Brady, you know, you just were here last week. Tom Brady had beaten Patrick Mahomes twice in a very successful career record. 
Lamar Jackson is 17-3. and three. Two of those losses are from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. There's something about Kansas City, probably the Ravens fans, that doesn't want to see the red and gold coming to Baltimore because it looks like the AFC playoffs are going to go through Baltimore. I don't. If you're entering the AFC title game, I think Kansas City is the last team you want to see if you're the, the Ravens. The same way Chiefs fans just as well assume avoid Tennessee because they've actually beat you the last two times. I think Baltimore is saying the same thing about the Chiefs. We were talking about this yesterday, Pete. Curious your answer. Who would win on a neutral field? Hell, let's just play the game at Arrowhead. <laughs> Last year's Chiefs team or this year's Chiefs team? <laughs> Man, I, 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 that's an interesting question. Feel free to use that on Arrowhead Pride. Uh, man. Give your boy I, a little bit of credit. Just I, a little bit. I think I'd go... Is do we have Kareem Hunt on last year's team? Yeah, last year's gone? team versus year. I, I'd probably go last year's team. That offense with Kareem Hunt was something else. I... And right now, this offense is kind of sputtering a little bit, and I, I think last year's Chiefs defense, they wouldn't do great against this year's Chiefs offense, but they would at least hold them under, what, like 35, whereas I think last year's offense would probably put up 42. Like last year's with Kareem Hunt would put up like 42. Doesn't it feel like this team is better built to win a Super Bowl, though, because of their defense? It's odd. This is a very odd question, but yeah, it kind of, yeah, it's, it's, you kind of walked me through that. It, it's true. I very provocative trying yes. to make you think luckily like this is, this is a true hypothetical, but yeah, it does seem because I, I think we have confidence in the fact that Mahomes and Reed and the offense in these last three games will figure it out. So the harder part here was getting a good enough defense to win the Super Bowl. You can kind of check that. I think the chiefs defense is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Can the offense get it going? Well, I at this stage in the game, if it were reversed, I wouldn't have a ton of confidence in the defense to get it going. I feel like Mahomes and, and Reed are going to figure it out. Right now, we're talking to Pete Sweeney from Railhead Pride. If you have some rapid-fire questions, go ahead and get them in. Text oh, line 69306. We'll do that momentarily. The text line called me negative for bringing this up, so you? I have to do you, it. You? you? I'm, I'm never Come negative. On. Mr. Positivity is right. I'm I the most you. positive person about the Chiefs out of anybody. That's right. I don't think this... Buzz killed and buzz okay, that's fair. <laughs> I think once again, we saw at the end of the game against the Patriots, this team does not have a kill shot. Where last year's team, if they had numerous opportunities where all they needed to do was get points at the end of the game to put the game away, last year's team can get it. We've seen at least four or five examples this year where the defense was doing their part and the offense basically, if you score one more time in this game, you put the game away and the offense can't do it. This dude could date a supermodel and talk about her weird baby toenail. Like, it's not going to be perfect. Well, I mean, I'm just looking at it. I think we, like, in that game, (laughs) if you want to know why the game was so close at the end, the Patriots gave the, 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 the Patriots gave the Chiefs the ball back with nine minutes to go. All you got to do is play ball control. They then got a three and out. They then had to punt the ball back. They then got the ball back again with four minutes to go in the game, if you remember. Then they had to run the clock out one more time, and they couldn't. I think ultimately that's going to really hurt this team where not just that they can't run the ball. They can't run the ball late in ball games to play keep away and ball control the same way that teams do to them late in ball games. Like We've seen teams run the ball, and then wear down the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think they have that ability to, to, to do to anybody else. Yeah, yeah, I think you saw it in, in, in the Chargers game with the four punts in a row, and I think you saw it in the Patriots game where last year it felt a little bit more comfortable trusting the offense to go down and score points because you could win the game. What's concerning in this Patriots game is Mahomes was shown on the sideline. You see him riling everyone up, and then what happened? Like Not much. And again, I think I have confidence in the team that they're going to be able to figure it out ahead of the playoffs. But, yeah, you're 100% right. Like, right now, it doesn't feel like they can bear down and just go down and get some points. Yeah, and in that part, I get, I, I think it just 
it bothers me because we all know that's something that you're going to have to do in the playoffs. Like Sean right. and I kind of disagree about one dimensional. Like this team is one dimensional. I mean, the, the last four weeks they're running the ball, their running backs are running for less than 3.3 yards per carry. Like they can't sustain anything on the ground. They can't get the tough three and two, fourth and two type yardage. Ultimately, if you can't do that fundamental thing in the NFL, it comes back to bite you in the worst possible moment. Right, and I think they have confidence in, in Damian Williams, and we'll see how this kind of plays out this week. If he is a full participant, I'm really, really eager to see what this rotation looks like on Sunday uh, because I think that'll speak volumes as to what the Chiefs feel like they have in the run game. If Darwin Thompson is active, then maybe he becomes a player that becomes interesting toward the end here. I, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like the Chiefs just don't trust him in the protections. Pete, guess what time it is? What's that? Rapid fire questions with Pete Sweeney time. Text line 69306. If you have a question, we will answer it and ask it to Pete Sweeney. Best Topsy's flavor, caramel, cheddar, or cinnamon? It's probably the least good for you, but I would say cheddar. I mean, you can just chew on the cheddar all day. Text line 69306. Or you could swallow it. It's not gum. And cinnamon was the answer we were looking for. Cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon's the best one. Text line 69306. Who will lead the Chiefs in rushing for the rest of the season? So the last three games, I would say, wow, it's a tough question. I would say, I don't know. I have no idea. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> right. Uh, McCoy? Like I'm saying that with the biggest question mark in the world. Text line 69306 is rapid fire time with Pete Sweeney. Whatever question you have, I'll ask it to him. <laughs> Text line 69306. <laughs> favorite pizza toppings? Pepperoni and jalapeno. And what? you get blue cheese to dip That's it in. That's my guy. You nasty, bro. Six nine three zero. No pineapple though. You gotta go pineapple with a pepperoni and jalapeno. Hold the hold the pineapple. Oh. Pepperoni, jalapeno, and blue cheese dipping sauce. That sounds like an express path to the bathroom. Is what that sounds like. <laughs> that sounds like what's messing up man. Frank Clark's stomach. That's, that sounds terrible. That sounds. Sean, you have no room to talk about pizza <laughs> messing up somebody's stomach. Six nine three zero six. While we're talking food, what was your first Gates experience like? How is the pizza from Tannen? Is it? <laughs> I never tried it. I only had the wine. Thanks for asking, though. First Gates experience, Pete. Um, I I don't I don't know. I don't. Uh, Gates is not really my my spot. Oh wow, okay. You might not be on the show. Yeah, Pete was trying to figure out the correct way to say that. Yeah, this, you might yeah that was the right way. We don't have to go any further. It's uh, not my favorite. Text line six nine three zero six. Do you wear Axe body spray? No, I don't. But I hear Jay Binkley does. Yeah, you from, hear who else did? Who's that? Levine, right? Yeah, you borrowed mine. Yeah, Jay actually asked me this on his show the other day about Levine's axe, and then I said, "I, you know, I wear, I wear cologne. About my what? Your axe body. Oh, my body spray. Yeah. Okay. Text on six nine three zero. I was like, it's fine. <laughs> I can shake it if you want. Uh, how big of a priority would you consider offensive line to be this offseason? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think there are other problems with the team, um, but yeah, I, I for sure see them drafting an interior offensive lineman and. Who knows what happens at the tackle position, especially the left tackle. Ooh, this is actually a good question. Which animal do you like more to eat, chicken or pigs? Pigs taste better, um, but I probably eat more chicken. That's good. That's what I'll go with. Who wins their division, Houston or Tennessee? I'm riding with Tannehill right now. I do not feel good about the Texans all of a sudden. I'm really eager to watch and, and see what happens in that game. I remember Sunday. the last time you rode anything. I'll ride the D train all day. That's right. You said all of a sudden, like, you didn't just see them get their ass by the Broncos. Like, that isn't what changed. I mean, all of a sudden, I'm kind of out on the Houston Texans. Yeah, you're out when everybody else was out. No, I, I, love, I just love the Titans, man. No, that's Remember what it was. the Titans. Uh, this is a good question. Best East Coast city for a weekend visit? 
You know, I, I know a lot of people know I'm from New York, but I, I really like Fort Lauderdale. If you, it's, so it's in Florida. It is beautiful. Fort Lauderdale is maybe the most beautiful city. I'm looking to check America. out Baltimore in January for the AFC Championship game. I don't know if Baltimore's the answer to that question. <laughs> there will be. There's a game going on versus yeah, the Chiefs. that's true. That's true. Are you excited for Rise of the Skywalker? I mean, as excited as like a rock. I don't, you know, I'm not. My, You're not a Star Wars guy. I am. Yeah, but he's I, gonna watch it as soon as he eats I, gates. I watched the originals and I've watched the I watched the first three. I, I don't know. I'm not as excited as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wins the NFC East? The Dallas Cowboys or the Philadelphia? Nobody. Eagles? Full the division. It's terrible. Uh, I guess. I guess the Cowboys. Who knows? Those teams stink. They're gonna be out one and done. Tyra Matthew told David Johnson on Twitter, come to Kansas City. What do you think about that? I think that'd be great. I think the Chiefs are, are obviously missing a running back. That's a huge hole. Yeah, they need another washed running back. That'd be great. <laughs> Jamal Charles. I don't know what he's doing. Last question here. Do you think this is Tom Brady's last season? It seems that way. I, I feel like if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, he's not going to quit. I think he's going to go and try at least one more year until the game pushes him out. I, I don't like to see that with Tom Brady, honestly. I, I've, I've never really liked him. I've never rooted for him, but you'd you'd want him to just walk out before he gets Peyton Manning. That is our guy, Pete Sweeney. He is the editor-in-chief of the most popular Chiefs website on all the Internet. Thanks a lot, Pete. See you guys. They, I mean, just Pete, your excitement and enthusiasm for coming on this show, it's just say, say thanks again the way you just said it. Thanks. <laughs> Jamal Charles, by the way, is chilling. Like, sign him up! Corey Dillon. It's The Drive. The Drive. Weekdays 2 to 6.